Oh man, every time I hear this beat, just want to rap. I just want to freestyle. But I'm, I'm not going to do that to you guys. But I do want to welcome you to another episode of the Sauce Cast. Got a very special guest with us today, Pastor Stephen Mook, all the way from South County. I'm giving South you the County. Michael Jordan introduction here. <laughs> Um, I'm Scotty Pippen to you, Michael Jordan. <laughs> Steve oh, Kerr anointing. Hello. So welcome to the Saucecast. A very good friend of ours, very good friend of our church. Pastor Stephen Book is here with us from Generation Church. Um, how are you today, man? What an honor. It's so good to be in New Bedford. Man, Best it's so city. good to have you. And I'm, I'm surprised they let you cross the border in the middle of this quarantine crisis i was Waymaker was on in the car and i was singing and i i, I went through so shout out to gina in rhode island yeah if your governor <laughs> knows you're here you're staying you, you can't go back to rhode island right now oh, that's good <laughs> but so um, good to be here. but yeah it's Love really good to have you uh always a pleasure to, to talk with you and to kind of hopefully help some people out there maneuver through this crisis and so what we've been doing those last few weeks is just literally talking through uh, what's happening. What, what are you sensing? What are you feeling? What do you think God is saying? And what are some some basic things that we can help people with out there dealing with this, you know? Yeah. So from your personal standpoint, right, mm -hmm. what, what have you been sensing during this, this pandemic? Yeah, I mean, the fact that this has been, you know, really hit a uh, climax or a point around Easter season, it's it's give me an opportunity to, to really look at the scriptures, you know, in a, in a, in a fresh way. <laughs> Maybe you'd think that's what a pastor should say, but not genuinely just as a follower of Jesus to just look at scripture. And for me, it's a, it's a, it's a reset. First, a reset with God, uh, with my relationship with God. And, uh, yeah, I've just been digging into to God's word more and just saying, all right, God, what do you, what do you have? What do you have for me? I want to. I want to listen to what you have for 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 me, and and naturally that the overflow is going to go to family and church and 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 world. But first for me, and it's just man, the resurrection is just is reset. So what an opportunity to look at this as an opportunity to to reset my relationship with God, and then those closest to me, my family and um, the larger church. That's cool. So in terms of of the reset. Uh, a little bit more specific. What are some of those those things that you feel like we need to reset? So good. I, I would say <laughs> when it comes to the to the, to the reset is, and go be with Jesus just to be with Jesus, like to not try to get something from Him. And I think that that's that that's for me is it's contentment. So practically, you know it. You know I. I love I love the the scriptures and just you know in Matthew twenty eight when Jesus rose from the grave and the 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 disciples were there and the women were there and they just held on to Jesus like feet they wouldn't they didn't want to let go and because they realized that everything they ever needed or wanted was found in Jesus so that that might be you know a good spiritual answer but practically it's it means uh, God I I am going to be with you and you are enough. You are my, you are my everything. So I think that's that's how I want to listen to God is just to be with Him. That relationship is something you talk about so often, but it's it's relationship over religion. Well, what an opportunity to do that. And so, you know, we have three little kids, and there's a lot going on. But I 
I, I like to look at it as an opportunity to say, hey, how can I practically, God, reset my relationship with you and love you and love people? Yeah, it seems to me that every so often, God will use an event or a situation to reset us back to basics. That's it. Right? And uh, as I read scripture, especially in the Old Testament, it's amazing how often God says to his people, remember, right? Remember, I'm the God that, that opened the Red Sea. Remember, I'm the God that liberated you from Egypt, right? And so I think through all of this, there's this like remembering yes. happening, right? Yeah. Remember who is in control, right? The, the Psalm that uh, I've been meditating on today is Psalm 24, mm. right? Just that first verse that says, the earth is the Lord's and everything in it. The world and all his people belong to him. For he laid the earth's foundation on the seas and built it on the ocean's depth. So that first part, I've been meditating on it all day today, trying to memorize it, trying to ingrain it in my spirit, ingrain it in my soul. The earth is the Lord's and everything in it. Therefore, someone is in charge. Someone is in control, right? Mm. This pandemic is not bigger than God. It didn't catch God by surprise, no. right? So I would even go as far as saying, like, it, it, it's not even a mistake that it's happening. Like, I don't, again, we don't know fully the heart of God, but nothing happens outside of God's permission, right? Mm-hmm. If the earth is the Lord's and everything in it, the world and all his people belong to him. Therefore, what we're going through right now, somehow is part of God's plan, right? Yeah. Um, and again, sometimes, it's not that God brings these things, but God knows how to use them, yeah. right? Yeah. And I think part of this is God bringing us to remember, hey, yeah. the earth is mine, yeah. right? Yeah. And I have a plan and a purpose. And so now is my thing is, God, help me remember who you are and help me now to be in tune yeah. with you so I don't waste this it's moment. It. Yeah, and I think that that's, you know, what I think through you know, hearing that is, you know, we were built for this. Now, who are we going to be through this? I mean, we were built for this moment. And I know some of you, you know, there's a real, real pain, real suffering going through and our prayers genuinely compa- is for you, you know, out there. But I, I just think about we were built for this. So again, even I love that you asked that and you're so good at that practically. I mean, that's why you wrote the book, The Basics. And everybody listening to that should get that right now and give a copy to your mom and your dad and your uncle. But is this, I'm not going to be so busy doing things for God that I'm going to miss being with, with God, like practically, you know, like I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to say, Hey God, like <laughs> not only do you got this, but like, do you got me? I, I would say, I would, I would just put that out there. Um, as for those who are and welcome anybody who's brand new to faith and, and you're, you're on that. We're so glad that, that you're here, but for any believer witness, follower Jesus out there, um, while you say God's got this, um, I believe God's also asking you, I know he's asking me, is does he have you? Because hmm. um, if he has you through this, man, then we can look, okay, out of this, who are we going to be? But right now, and I think that's that's just practical, you know, even more practically, it, it means, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to continue to reset right now, here and now, it's the way of the kingdom of God, um, to, to be with God and to, to hear him. I'm not going to be so busy with everything that I'm not going to be the most intentional with my relationship with God. That's really good. And so um, 
we all have shifted to online, right? Online everything. Um, what what has been some of your experiences so far? Now we're we're a few weeks into this pandemic, you yeah. know. So as a pastor, yeah, how, how has that been? For us, it's been an awesome opportunity to get the good news of Jesus out. So in that sense, so thankful. And people are are tuning in and, and are are watching and uh, from the safety of their home, are being able to hear about Jesus. And we're, we want to be a safe place for people to do that. But I, I want to speak to maybe, you know, uh, Christians out there, church leaders, pastors, whoever. There's also a caution, though, because, um, you know, we, we, we can talk about the um, casual or consumer uh, Christianity and some of the dangers that can come with that. Well, that's not going to stop through this. <laughs> so I think I'm not, for me, it's like, no, what have, what have we been about before? And we need to do that even more. So for us, it's community groups for, for you, know, you know, South Coast and for, it's, it's crews, meaning now is the time. And that's why it's, it's, it's just so encouraging how that's growing during this time is we need to be even more intentional with the local church. So for me, it's both and. It's celebrating that the message Jesus is getting out with the larger church and all of you doing the best you can. But I just want to say like, while we think through new strategies and we're thinking about that and what does this look like and all of that. And, you know, I mean, this is the sauce cast, so we can just go off the cuff, but yeah. like there can be so much, um, yeah, what are we going to do with online and, and this and that? And I just want to say, what did God say before? And as you pivot or adapt, so on, be even more intentional with that so that we can see committed disciples and followers of Jesus here and now. Consumer Christianity isn't going to go away through this. No, no, no. Actually, people, like some of you, you can you can watch, uh, you know, 15 different sermons and 15 different things and get your fill through that. And so for me, it's both praising God for the amazing tool of technology yeah. in the larger church and even what we've seen in Rhode Island with getting the message out, while at the same time, uh, really making sure that we are being intentional with seeing fully formed, committed disciples who are leaning in during this time. So um, again, going going back to the, the practicality of all of this, right? Yes. Outside of the online broadcasts, and we're encouraging people to join crews, or you guys call them community groups. Yeah. Uh, back back at the South County, um, what are some 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 ways that that God's people can still serve? during this time you know it's something that i've been wrestling with and thinking through yeah so i don't know if you've given any thought to that yeah i'll speak for just for here in new bedford i think that and this is exactly what we're talking about is you know the food pantry that's going on you know here and serving (laughs) serving the city i mean what a time i mean this is what you know this church is marked by is serving the city loving the city and realizing that uh you know whatever you're able to give in one sense, you know, financially to, to the, to the, to the food pantry and to, you know, to the church, like it is being stewarded so well. <laughs> and you're, we're serving the, the larger community. We, uh, there's ways of, uh, you know, whatever the, you know, the restrictions or things are, it's different in different States, but to be able to be involved with being a part of like food pantry, that's, that's on a big level seeing the, the serving. And I, we're thinking through that. We've been giving um, lunches to the uh, local hospitals where we are in South County and Rhode Island doing that every Friday. And there's those ways, but I, I, 
there's other ways of serving for me. For me, it's like when I go to the grocery store, like I'll be six feet away, (laughs) but I'll I'll look at them and say like social distancing is temporary and fear is not our future. And I'll I'll say that and I'll just smile at them. I might take the mask down and smile. I want to, I want to serve them. I want to, uh, I want to, um, you know, look at my neighbors that even if there's, there's some distance, I'm acknowledging them. I I don't want to, um, praise God for the outreach that is happening on big levels, feeding people. We need to keep doing that, but also look out for those opportunities to serve your neighbors by acknowledging their humanity. It's good. Absolutely. Again, I think it's so critical that you said that acknowledge our humanity because the baseline of a crisis is fear right? And more than ever, God's people need to activate their faith over fear. And I don't mean putting your life in danger. It's taking all the right precautions. You know, yeah, wear your mask, you know, do what you have to do to, to, to not contract the virus. But at the same time, let's not let the virus of fear become a baseline where no longer we are going to help our neighbors because we're so consumed with what could happen to us. Yeah. I I would say, you know, encouragement should be the language of our day right now. So how do you serve your neighbors in the world? And this is on social media or in public. Encourage. Yeah. What is filling your feeds? Obviously, this goes to this, you know, spirit-filled life series. And, you know, first you got to be filled with the Holy Spirit. but And the Holy Spirit is one of encouragement. But also, like, fill the feeds, social media, and also the world with encouragement. We serve people well by speaking life. So we might not be able to get in the big room and, and speak, but there, but words go out. So I, I always want to say serve people and it's it, by how you encourage them. So yeah, we, we want to really serve practically the medical community and hospitals, and we're seeking to do that. But then also there's the day-to-day because that's, that's going to carry on after this. If you're marked by encouragement, yeah. if you're marked by speaking life, to people online or wherever you're able to speak it. That what a way to serve and for people to take notice that we are we are witnesses to Jesus. Absolutely. Um you know another uh switching gears a little bit here but speaking of serving. Yeah. Uh what about at home because okay. we're spending we're most of our time yeah. at home, right? You and I I married and, and we have an army of Thank kids. Thank God for the Reformation. Thank God for the Reformation. One of the best things I've ever heard you say uh, since I've known you. For those out there, uh, we get to preach the good news of Jesus and also make babies. Yes, that's what the Reformation <laughs> was all about. Just preach Jesus and get to Listen make babies. Listen to Casey and JoJo and Marvin Gaye late at night. That is the uh, church history in a nutshell right there. That's 15 centuries of Reformation <laughs> <laughs> boiled down to that. Right. Justification by faith. Can and, I get an amen out and there? And babies. <laughs> that is so good. That's the best thing about the Southcast right here. <laughs> um, you know, we, you know, Lindsay and I talked about, yeah. you know, the family dynamic. That was so, so good. Please can, check out that last Southcast with uh, Pastor Marco and Pastor Lindsay. Can you talk a little bit about that from your from your standpoint? And by the way, your wife's name is also Lindsay. Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah, no, that's no, now we're getting real. Uh, you know, everything has been amplified during this time, right? So I've, I've, I've experienced that. So it matters even more. Does it always matter to, to find ways to, cons- uh, to serve others, right? We, uh, we go through our kids' curriculum. I think it's the same as you guys. And like the verse of this 
this week, uh, this month is you know, Philippians 2. Consider others more highly than yourself. I don't know anybody out there, and you can just <laughs> make sure you're sharing this to everybody, by the way. Get get the good news out there. But where you, you're you doing a memory verse with your kids, first off, it's a miracle if I actually have a few minutes and I'm actually doing this with them. Can I get real? Yeah. Uh, and I, I'm actually like, I'm really proud of myself. It's like, oh, let's do the memory verse, you know? Yes. <laughs> but you do it, and then the Holy Spirit like convicts you and is like, yeah, that's a great verse for you. Consider others more highly than yourself. Mm. Well, you'd all agree that's always the truth. That, that's the thing with what I love about the Bible and the Holy Spirit is the, the 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 life-giving truth was before, here, and after, no matter what. So practically, it means it's that's always needs to be the case, but now more than ever, because we're fragile and it's tense. Yeah. It doesn't mean a lot of people, I'm so thankful for this time, family time, but it doesn't mean it's not super unique and challenging. Right. So for me, it's, you know, okay, first I got to, am, am I producing the kingdom of light or the kingdom of darkness in my house? Am I producing life or death? I think yeah. we forget that as believers that you can be sealed with the Holy Spirit and have no condemnation, but but what are you producing? Right. Are, are, are you when it comes to um, representing, are, is it Jesus in your house? So for me, practically, it's, we gotta be quick to forgive. We gotta be quick to pray, not long prayers. Mm. I don't have, we don't, I mean, I, I don't know about you out there, but it's not time for long prayers. It's the quick prayers that they see that. Um, I, for us, practically, it means, you know, serving is, what is the environment? When do I need to turn off the news? What is what is what is being spoken of, you know, in our house and all of that? And I mean, just practically, I'm I have a long way to go and grow with it. But how can I consider? And I want to save this for people who have kids because you were married before you had kids, most of you. <laughs> so we know that we we have to serve our kids, literally, right? We have to feed them. <laughs> but here's the thing: ask the question. How can I serve my wife or my husband? Consider them highly. Well, there's no condemnation. There's grace. There's forgiveness. So consider them highly. And that, that's for me practically is coming back to that, especially when I fail. Yeah. Especially when I forget. Uh, we, we need to just say, wow. And, and also, this is how, God, you always have been wanting me to be and calling me to be. And thank you for giving me this opportunity now to uh, to do this now so we're going to be even stronger after this. And that's why we have to have perspective. That's good. You know, I've always said this, that um, marriage really exposes you. I know it exposed how selfish I am because now that you are in this, this confined space where there's constant sleepovers, you know, you realize <laughs> that, wow, I, I think, I am very selfish because all I do is think about myself. Yeah. And, then you, and then you put a, a crisis on top of it. Now yeah. it really exposes you, ah. you know, that we just look out for us, yeah. you know. But, but two become one, mm. right? And, and two become one in a practical sense where two become one when we're taking ownership to say, okay, I realize the selfishness. That's a great start. But it's like now it's, act, it's acting on becoming selfless, mm. right? Because it's one thing to read that scripture, it's another thing to act on it, you know? And I think that's where sometimes the disconnect is. 
you kind of read a scripture, it sounds really good and it sounds really great. It's like romance, right? It sounds really yeah. fluffy and all that. But then you add kids to it and it's like, if we're not intentional about these things, yeah. we're not going to see them. If we're not intentional about just going in the kitchen and saying, how can I help? You know, let me do the dishes today. You know, let me take that. Let me go give the kids a, a, a bat, you know, because clearly you got your hands full. You know what I mean? Just little things like that, that I know I need constant reminders of that. Huge. And I, I thank God that the Holy Spirit for me is like a two by four. It just comes to smack me upside the head yeah. to say, dude, uh, you're not just a preacher. You're a father. You're a Huge. husband. Huge. You know what I mean? And so that's the get, most spiritual thing that you can do. When I first got, we first got married and we we, we, we didn't, you know, live together before. And we, when we finally got married and we were together. First night, and, and I'm saying these things are amplified now with, uh, when you're with each other <laughs> more than ever, you know, I remember the first time we were, uh, you know, we we're married, uh, first night, you know, sleeping together, praise the Lord. But, um, <laughs> but literally, but, but it was just after the honeymoon. So that anyway, anyways, that's the next sauce cast, but you know, literally I'm there, I'm there and, and my wife is like, oh yeah, I really like with the, the window open. And I'm like, oh, I like it down. <laughs> and then I'm like, well, I sleep on this side of the bed. And she's like, oh, I used to sleep on that side of the bed. And then I'm thinking, all right, you know, selfless, consider others more highly. Okay, we'll put the window on. We'll put the window, um, uh, you know, open. And then, and you can sleep on that side. And then she's also like, but also like the air conditioner. And I'm like, I get a cold. Hello. That's strike three. But I said, all right, we'll go with it. Well, the next day I told her that I was going to get a little cough. And that's what happened. <laughs> and guess what? Here's what I want to say to everybody out there, right? The most spiritual thing that you can do and God's calling you to do is how do you respond to that? Yeah. My, my, my inclination is normally like, I got sermons to preach in the kingdom of God. So I'm just going to just treat you however I want to treat you. Cause I got, I'm doing the sauce cast. Hello. You know, we got ministry. We got views. We got to have people watch. (laughs) Well, guess what the reality is? The most spiritual thing that King Jesus is calling you and me to do is to love well in that moment, especially guys out there. Yeah. Love this, well. Yeah. Love now, well. This is like going to turn into marriage counseling really, really quick here. But, you know, listen, church starts at home. That's that's our mantra, you know. Church starts right at home. Yeah. That's your first ministry. Every man who has a family is a pastor. Yes. Because that's... That's your first ministry. And if you're not, you're you're one in the making. Exactly. If you're and not married, you don't have kids, you know, th- this is this is for this is for everybody. Yeah, you this s- is for it's like my mom even still. I'm like, I, I didn't can't believe my mom's still telling me these things. Like, hey, check on your grandmother. Like, serve her. Yeah. Like that's 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 the loving the people Absolutely. that we all get to. Yeah. This isn't you don't just have to be married. This is saying look out for those people that might know you the most and you might be closest to wherever you are. And God's saying, love them and serve them well. Yeah, because if you can start to understand that as a single person, then it's an easier translation into a marriage or when you have or when you have kids. You know, one of the things I was talking to some of our staff yesterday is like, if we don't teach our young people serving now, oh. they're going to struggle in marriage because they think they're supposed to be served. And then when they have kids, then they're going to really mess, get, struggle because it's like, Kids need to be served all the time. So huge. You know what I mean? And so that's something that all of us are always a work in progress. And I think a crisis really 
elevates that. It does. It, you know? it amplifies it. It's like the, the best thing my dad said is, you know, it's not about finding the right person, but learning to be the right person. Oh, that's such a good word. I think- and and all you single people and everybody out there, you got you got I know you got like a thousand distractions right now, but stay focused. Listen to this. I said this one time to somebody who was having some struggle with different relationships, and they thought that moving to another place or city or state or just getting away was going to help. But the reminder w- that I just shared, and I tried to share it gently in love, was, well, you always take you wherever you go. Hello. You always take you wherever you go. So thank God that you have this opportunity in this moment. So one, I hope that you f- that you really do tangibly experience the friendship of Jesus, that you, you might feel you're single, but that's not how you're labeled. You are loved. God's with you. But also, I want to encourage you, God's form, who are you being formed into? Mm. Who, thank God that, that w- w- you think it's put on pause. Oh, I, w- I want this. I'm waiting for this. No, no, no. Who are you becoming? It's yeah. not about finding the right person, yeah. learning to be the right person. And wherever you go, you always take you. Come on. That's a great way to end this pot, this sauce cast. <laughs> you know, our goal is trying to keep them short and give something for someone on the run here, you know, to, to build you up, to strengthen you, encourage yeah. you exactly where you are. But wherever you are, there you are, you know? And so don't waste this crisis, you know? Don't waste this moment, you know? Let God deepen your roots, deepen your faith, deepen your prayer yeah. life, deepen your relationship with the people that you live with Amen. and uh, and also expand that to your neighbors as well. So I'm glad you tuned in today. Thank you so Cheering much, you Pastor Stephen Muck from Cheering South you on, guys. County. Come on, tearing you all on. And as usual, if this blessed you, don't keep it to yourself. Sharing is caring. Bless you.